obviously yeah. on YouTube, you can tell that we're all in separate, separate locations. So that's what I was, that's making it worse, Chris. <laughs> Your greasy fingers are making it worse. <laughs> Still ugly. The opposite of grease. Let me see if this helps. Let me, uh, does, that, to, uh, does, that, does that help? That's better. Did, did you use Vaseline for that? Because that is awesome. Oh, it's really giving you that dreamlike effect. That's crazy. We all know um, Troy keeps Vaseline right next to his computer. You don't? I wonder well, my <laughs> smells like a pencil. <laughs> <laughs> well at least you don't look like you're about to murder someone in a cave in afghanistan like <laughs> that's it i was trying to figure out what it was that's it. i stole scott's joke but... a nearsighted terrorist <laughs> <laughs> with some beats by dre from 10 years ago Welcome to the Cold Bow Podcast. This is Jake. I'm here with the- I had my Jake hand. Just- <laughs> I had my hand on the button. Oh my god! I just watched right all four of you. Like, <laughs> well, you interrupted yourself. Yeah. I did interrupt myself. <laughs> as soon as you started making yourself sound like a dumbass, I was like, "Yep, he's gonna bring it in." <laughs> he's like, "I'm not interested in what I'm saying." <laughs> I'm not even interested in what I'm saying. <laughs> Hello, guys, and welcome to the Coldbo Podcast. I'm Jake, and I'm here with my cold bros. What's up? Hey. What's up? Hey, hey, hey. So, if you couldn't tell from the fact that we all sound like we're in different rooms, we are all in different rooms. We are in the middle of this uh, crazy world that we live in, where we're all self-isolating and we're all in our own houses, and we are now doing our podcast remotely from four different locations all over Utah. Uh, I actually felt kind of stupid after two weeks ago when we didn't opt to do this. I just think that um, the situation we're in has markedly got worse mm-hmm. since we since Absolutely. two weeks ago. It's, it's actually pretty crazy. It's yeah, this is a weird, today, this is going to go down to history. This is crazy. I got a news report today saying that there was like, there's been like, two or maybe three deaths in the state of utah total and then today there was five between wow. from yesterday to today there was five deaths oh so, so so like eight nine total yeah so it's just it's it's just it, yeah i think it's about this week i think especially is going to kind of start popping off with some really serious stuff going which is yeah, kind of and, and a lot of the numbers that you hear when you're in the middle of it are are low because numbers don't start coming in more accurately until a lot until after well, so. and i saw something about new york where at like at the uh, before the 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 thing hit it was um there was like 20 people or 30 people in the city of new york dying in their home every day mm-hmm. and so they were able to test these people but now there's like 200 people dying a day in their homes and not everybody's dying from coronavirus there are a lot of them are dying from other causes like indirectly in indirect but they're just dying at home because they there there's no space for them at a hospital or whatever but mm-hmm. none of those people are getting tested yeah well, so, well, the, and- so, so you don't know so the testing so the numbers like who knows what's going on well i, well, I have crazy. a feeling that afterwards 
everyone will eventually get tested because you can get tested to see if you had it in the past and you mm-hmm. recovered, if you have the antibodies or whatever. So I think we'll eventually get exactly how many, at least from people who are alive now or, or alive in the future at the time. But um, we'll, we'll eventually get pretty precise numbers. It's funny too, because if you look it. at like the worldwide numbers, like China's numbers have not changed. In weeks. Yeah, they're, yeah. <laughs> so they're just not but reporting their numbers. You, but yeah, but, but they're, but they're really like hotels, anyway. their hotels are all shut down and everything. Uh-huh. They, they're not State, like their whole economy is shut down, but they're not reporting any numbers. State run media from a communist country is not exactly the most reliable. Especially when, it, information. when they kind of have a they black the, guy because wait. it came from them. So you're saying Kim Jong is not God. Is that, we're talking is that about China? China. But you, I know, but a communist. See, if you would have said, if you would have said Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> not reporting accurate numbers in the Hundred Acre Woods. <laughs> also, big news. Let's let uh, we'll uh, we'll kind of um, change directions from the depressing part. Uh, in big good news, uh, we're recording this uh, video wise, so we can now post this on uh, YouTube. So go to Coldbow Podcast on YouTube. I think it's Coldbow Podcast. Knock I probably should have checked that beforehand. You should um, probably make one. <laughs> I made, I made, I've made one. Well, we, we, we have a, <laughs> we've had we one. Have we a just YouTube channel. <laughs> we just haven't uploaded anything to them. I just, I'm just not sure what the... What the um, You'll find a bunch of videos is. of Scott explaining to us how to do simple tasks <laughs> on our computer. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny because... Uh, we're recording our first ever like video and Scott right, right there is the only one that's actually representing by wearing a shirt <laughs> of the podcast. So that's true. Which reminds me, I've got my whole, once they're available again, go buy it. Yeah. Um, Amazon has stopped doing some of their, uh, their fulfillment orders, but uh, check out our merch. We, you can buy one of these shirts yourself. <laughs> but yeah so uh, again just i i want to say one more time just because i do handle a lot of the uh post-production trying to sweeten the audio and make it sound good uh if you are listening to us um and not watching us but if you are listening to us just remember we are on zoom and we apologize for any audio glitches that you may hear you may hear some glitches you may hear we're gonna step on each other quite often because we're not remember room as we, each other uh, we set up an email for troy if you have any complaints, it's IDGAF at, <laughs> at coldwellpodcast.com. That's not true. <laughs> that God will go directly to Troy's inbox. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> forwards right to me. And I so, don't answer uh, those because IDGAF. And it goes straight into his spam folder. <laughs> so uh, we, we've all had, um, I guess, more free time. I don't know if free time is the right word, but home time. Mm. So if you yeah, guys. Yeah, what have you been doing? Have you guys been doing anything? I have. you haven't had time before. I'm I can actually, tell you what, what Chris and Troy and I have been doing. What? We've been playing Division 2. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I I was like, we've been gonna... playing that video game and that video game. <laughs> Everyone is... was like, uh, what is he going to say? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, the, the title of the episode um, is pretty interesting. Uh, for no, we've, we've been playing the Division 2 and that video game, I'm, I, I've kind of fallen out of love with first-person shooter games. Uh, until I started playing this game again, and I, I am like, it's not like a, it's not like first person perspective. It's like a third person cover space shooter. Like uh, mm. it's like Last of Us on steroids. Mm. Um, it, it's like if Last of Us, if Joel and Ellie had like tactical 
gear. <laughs> if 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 the Last of Us had decent uh, and drones, mechanics. Drone. Hey, I play, um, I played a couple levels. Oh, have you? you think of it so far? I'm on. I'm level two. It's good. So one player, it's like so much player more fun with your and friends. multiplayer are two entirely different games. Like it was okay when I was playing by myself. I was like, it was it was fine. But once Chris and Troy, once I joined up with those guys and we started we started running missions with the three of us, it turned into a completely different game. Mm-hmm. It was so much more fun. It is so a lot more fun with more people. <clears throat> so if I hop on, I'll I'll be like hop on one of your campaigns. If you yeah. hop on, it might be too much people. <laughs> okay, I'll uh, have four, three. We want to keep it even. <laughs> no, if you hop on, I think we'll just run your campaign and we'll just have yeah, to. Yeah, we would we would just all hop onto yours, but the the, the difficulty escalates or mm-hmm. I don't well, know. How it many balances people? Out. Yeah. You you would probably be fighting the difficulty of the people that we would be facing. Like No, because his his level, like his mission would be like level three. It was scaled to him. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's um, a ton of fun, though. I'm smart. super excited to get to get on again. So it's I'm, been it's been a lot of fun. I'm excited to bring something up. Um, I have been watching been something on Netflix. Catching up with you guys <laughs> on Mr. Robot. Oh, really? Ah. And, and I watched the fabled ep- season four, episode seven. Oh, you How'd did you like it. So you good? You've been good. cruising through them, huh? I have. Well, yes and no. Um, I cruised pretty fast through seasons two and three, and then. Um, yeah. Well, so I stopped at season two when I was first watching the show because it was boring. Um, and then like when I got back into it, I went right through season uh, two and three and then four, I've kind of been taking my time a little bit. But yeah, I watched episode seven, season four last night, which is, it is really, really good. And when, so when Scott mentioned it in our awards show, you talked about like how there was like four people in a room and you're just in that room the whole time and the way that it's set up, I was like trying to figure out who those four people were. And I didn't realize that some of those people are, are the, the, some of the people that I thought might be in that room or whatever that, that I was thinking of when you mentioned it, some of those people are either dead or presumed dead. And so mm-hmm. you're like, what is going on? So when it actually came up and those four people were in the room, I was like, damn. That, and that was a really, really good episode. And like just the way that it just, but the show itself is also turning out very, very well. I mean, yeah, I think season four might be like the strongest out of all of them. Mm-hmm. And it just came out few months ago it's and seemingly it's like no buzz like websites aren't covering it like i'm not seeing yeah. like reviews for it like i don't i don't understand i think people it, thought it was canceled because rami malik did uh Bohemian rhapsody i know they skipped a year like <clears throat> season three came out two years ago yeah so but like game of thrones and stranger things they do stuff like that all the time i don't know but i don't know people are people are sleeping on that show they yeah mr they robot used to watch it well, it's I mean, won awards, but but season four, yeah, you're right. Season four, which is the best season, hasn't had a lot of buzz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm um, I'm almost finished with season one. Oh, uh, I haven't quite finished it yet. And as a as a throwback, as a throwback to uh, to one of our earlier episodes, uh, it also has a really good pilot episode too. Just saying, the pilot. I mean, I, it, it was our. A goat pilot like the unanimous winner yeah <laughs> it was a good one i loved it yeah so uh i have been chomping up the bit to share this um do you have you guys heard of the youtube channel or the or the tv channel now vice yeah yeah mm-hmm. so vice has a show called dark side of the ring 
and this is this is totally a Chris thing, but they show dark side, like the like dark stories that happen in professional wrestling, and they cover like very taboo topics, um, stuff like people like actually fighting backstage, like people getting murdered backstage, stuff stuff like that. Um, but they recently, as of two weeks ago, they did the Chris Benoit murders. Yeesh. And um, Chris Benoit was like one of my favorite wrestlers in back in the day. So in like 2007, when when that news came out, like it, it hit me pretty hard. It was like you're you're kidding. Like the person that you look up to uh, murdered his wife and his and his son. And then they did this two part documentary for it. And like yo, I don't I don't get like that like emotional in movies. But I was watching this. Uh, the baby woke up, and I was up early, and I was like, "Oh, I'm going to finish this." I was sobbing, <laughs> like tears were streaming down my face. This was it was uh, very well done, hmm. very well done. Like if you if you're remotely interested in not even like in wrestling, but like kind of seeing what happened, because Benoit is the reason why they do CTE studies. Period. Yeah. Because they they did a study on his brain and they're like, see this hole right here? There shouldn't be a hole there. This is why he was having the thoughts that he was having, hmm. and like like the the moves that he was doing. He's he had over like thirty concussions in his career, so it was like it was very cathartic to watch this and then to see the people talk about him. Like, because you're not supposed to talk about Benoit in wrestling. He's he's a uh, the people call him redacted in like brackets. That's that's what whenever they refer to him online, it's redacted. Really? So it was it was really interesting to see like people that he knew who could get away with it now talking about it. It was it was so good, so good. So yeah, you guys you guys should definitely check it out. I remember back in high school when I was watching wrestling more often. Um, Benoit was always awesome to watch. I I loved watching the Wolverine. He's great. Oh, dude, I know, and that's why that's why it was so hard because, like, so Eddie Guerrero died. He did the Crippler Crossface, right? Eddie Eddie Guerrero died two years before him, and they talk about him a lot. They were like they were BFFs, so it was it was as a wrestling fan, it was hard around that time to watch Eddie die and then Chris die and then oh, Chris murdered his family, and like one is regarded up here and the other is like like you can't talk about that person. It's so crazy, but it's they're, they're they're on YouTube. Um, I think they're on TV too, but you guys should, you can watch it literally whenever because it's on YouTube, but yeah, everyone check it out and then tell me what you think. Check. Will do. What do you think, Scott? Some point I might. Sounds pretty anything. cool. Oh yeah. Um, so <laughs> I was just watching just about every night I, uh, come down from work and, um, uh, we'll, tr- I'll turn on. A good mythical morning for the kids. That we we'll all watch it together. We just watched this one, and and, and it, it just struck me as so hilarious. I had to share it. Um, so they they do these things where they rank different types of food, um, like best potato chips, and they rank these five brands of potato Dude, chips. Dude, I loved their best. Five to ten. Oh, their so, best ice cream was great too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um so so this one it was uh gummy foods or chewy foods. The best oh chewy food. Oh my gosh, I died. Dude. So video. so th- this one it was so funny watching it with my 4-year-old. <laughs> so they uh so they have this thing behind them where they have like 1 through 5 set up so they're going to put the candy 
like rank them all one through five. They Which put the, one's the chewiest? So, so they get the first one, and it's this this gummy from uh, from Japan, and like this one's uh, has a big following. They they pop it in their mouth, start chewing. And they're like they're like critiquing it, like oh, this is really good. It's different. It's a different like texture. They're talking about it. <laughs> like a couple minutes go by, they're still chewing, and then. Like before you realize, like ten minutes has gone by of them chewing without saying a word. <laughs> they didn't say a word. They're they're just like chewing and doing like dad grunts and like their like jaws are killing. But they just chew for basically ten minutes straight without saying a word. And then at the very end, they're like, "Well, I guess that's number one." And then the episode ends. Was it like actual ten minutes? Yes. It was ten straight it's a th- minutes. It's a thirteen-minute episode, and it's probably three or four, three or four minutes of intro, and the rest of it is just them chewing. Did you watch it? I watched, I watched the entire the thing. Whole thing. <laughs> just because I was waiting, like they have to do something, and and Leroy, my four-year-old, is like, "What is going?" He had no idea what how to react. We're gonna, I, we're so gonna add a we're gonna add a link to this episode in our yeah. uh, show notes. I I literally good. almost sent that to you guys in the Slack channel <laughs> just to say like just to be like guys watch this video. <laughs> it's it's so bold. It has, it's so bold and it has 101 100.1 sorry 1.1 million views. So it's like oh they're they're making buku bucks off of it. I think. <laughs> You said this is Good Mythical Morning, right? I think Rhett and Link, Rhett and Link can literally do whatever they want and they will get likes. They can literally chew a piece of candy for 10 minutes and get a million views. (laughs) Dude, and they're loud chewers. They're just like, and and, and just watch them struggle through. Oh, it it was good. It was so funny. Sorry, I got to open this window. It's so hot here. Oh, farted and he's like, his own brand is like <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sitting in my basement right now. I'm not contrary to popular belief, I'm not in a cave in Afghanistan right now. I'm uh I'm in a basement in Bluffdale, uh which I mean similar, but um it's cold down here. I'm freezing. Mm-hmm. So um the opposite of Scott, as a matter of fact. Anyway, let's get into our episode is a fact that may make you stop for a second. There are more captive tigers in the U.S. today than there are in the wild throughout the world. Come here, you sexy beast. Hi, little man. Give a big smile. There you go. Show them paws. And you would not believe how many sheriffs told me, oh, yeah, just down the street, there's a guy that has a lion or a guy down there that has a tiger. They just feel very strongly that these are mine and nobody's going to take them from me. This is kind of this is our most like uh, current event episode we've done. It really it's kind of a cultural phenomenon that's although although we as far as current events like we probably should have recorded and released this a week ago to be like really on top of it. Everybody's already talking about it. One of my one of my favorite podcasts out there is called Dumb People Town. It's comedians that are twins, the Sklar brothers. Um, They they just talk about dumb news stories with uh, Dan Van Kirk, who's a different comedian. Anyway, they talk about it. They've been live streaming them watching this stuff and then doing podcast episodes about it. And their next one, their last episode releases tomorrow. So um, we're only a few days behind them. By the time this airs, we'll only be a few days behind them. Uh, But we're going to talk about the, uh, that bitch, Carol Baskin, um, <laughs> we're going to talk about uh, 
Tiger King, the the Netflix documentary series, The Tiger King, that we've all watched over the last week or so. And this show is the most insane piece of film work that I have ever consumed with the my way eyes. the way that they spoon like spoon fed uh, uh, a bit at a time for each episode it was it was a master class in editing and and just like delivery of of uh, well, information the season eight of uh, Game of Thrones that we never got <laughs> <laughs> the seriously though the first episode starts with a a gay Joe dirt that has two husbands that is has 200 tigers and 12 and a thousand other wild animal pets um in oklahoma that shoots guns and owns this privately owned zoo and that's the least weird thing that happens i I was honestly pretty shocked when he was like i have a husband and i was like that guy like I have a pretty good gaydar, but like, serious? <laughs> I would, yeah, dude. dude, dude was, his uh, his like shiny shirts didn't give it away. No, because look at look at like Dirk's Bentley or something. They all wear shiny shirts like that. Snakeskin boots. Ooh, it, it's a, it's a name I saw on pod on Kylie's Spotify, and when it comes up, I <laughs> Dirk's Bentley. I this is a true story. Kylie asked me if I knew who Tim McGraw was, and I was like, I no, I, I can't picture him. Was like, but I bet on one of his album covers, he's wearing like a black T-shirt with a deep V and a cowboy hat. And she's like, this one. She's like, you've seen this, you've seen this. And I was like, I, I swear on my life, I've never seen that picture. But I, yeah, I described I described Tim McGraw. Well, uh, speaking of Tim McGraw, we've got uh, Joe Exotic, uh, the country music legend himself. Um, the the guy's name is Joe Schreibvogel. Shrive Schreibvogel uh-huh. is, is that his name? Joe Schreibvogel, that goes by Joe Exotic. But by the end, he has a new the new last name or that's true by the way spoiler alert we're going to jump right in to that's right from the very beginning to spoilers, spoilers. So go go watch it, it go watch it before you listen to us this, this um, is our reaction this is our reaction this is, video. Yeah, this is our reaction video this is insane um he so it's this crazy dude uh mustache mullet uh bleached tips mullet like not even just a mullet but like bleached hair mullet like it late 50s late 50s he's got a husband in his 20s another husband in his 30s i'm guessing john is in his 30s yeah he looks he looks like it but I mean, other, I, mean I don't know. The, when they got married. The, the, the dude is the dude has no teeth. He's been on meth for half his life. I'm pretty sure that that guy could be. I don't know. He could be 19. He could be 52. Who well, knows? well, and the, the the crazy part, and it gets really dark at the end, towards the end, is that <clears throat> the, his two husbands turn out to Are, actually not be gay. They're they're just they're hooked on meth, and he's the and. The, uh, He's like Joe Exotic is there's his sole provider, and they can't get go anywhere because they're hooked on it. Dude, that so, was that was like a reoccurring theme too. Is like I was when I first started watching it, I was like, I kind of like Joe Exotic. I wasn't expecting to like. He looks like the bad guy, 
Yeah. And then he's like, oh, this guy's really charismatic. He's funny, you know? And then it keeps going. I was like, oh, I don't like him anymore. But <laughs> yeah, I like him more than the rest a, of the a people. Master, it's a master class of, of, uh, of how they present the information and how they tell the story. Because yeah. he's not a good guy. He's, well, he's not a good guy at all. Who was in that show? Right. Literally, the only, people, there was the only people that were good guys that I liked were the people that worked in the zoo. Right. All 227 tigers. Like, <laughs> uh, what was the guy's name? Let's so Rinky, Rinky, the guy with no legs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, the one lady, uh, Saf, the one who got her arm ripped off. Yeah. Um, and Amy then the Lassie. other, the other dude that, uh, uh, what was it? He was the, the Wrangler that when they ask him how many, oh, the one dude had, he's like, I don't give up. The, the one that, uh, that looks like he um, is a drummer for Dirk Bentley. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, like those are the, and I guess the campaign manager, the guy that was the campaign manager, like those are the only people that I that when I watched the movie, I was like, those are the only people that are redeemable in any way possible. But they, but they all, but they all said like, no, Joe was like a, a good guy, like he's crazy, yeah. but well, yeah. he gave them an opportunity they i mean they were they were suckered by him basically i suppose so but they all stood up for him too at the end or no no no, none of them did well like the one like the like the guy with no legs he was like he he did he was like i don't i don't feel like i feel like he was manipulated into doing this and then the the campaign manager said that as well yeah but they all testified against joe in court yep so in the end I don't know it. We are getting way ahead. (laughs) Well, and that's the thing too is I I don't like I saw the last three episodes in one day, but I don't remember really anything before that. Like anything that stood out really. Like do you know what I was just thinking about today? I was like, oh my goodness, I couldn't, I didn't remember about the first episode that crazy. The, the guy in Ohio that like let let all let all this and then killed himself. Oh, and then yeah, killed himself yeah, yeah. and then the, then they killed all of his animals and yeah. then they made it that's that's why in ohio it's illegal to own exotic yeah. animals it, you cannot own exotic animals in ohio anymore because of that guy there's just some dude that, that just, so, so so like there there was like a hundred uh exotic wild animals running around this neighborhood that the tigers that, lions the like, police that had no idea like they had no they had no clue how to wrangle those type of animals, and they're out there trying to. So they just get had them to shoot them. Oh my gosh, it was wild. I know, and it was funny. They showed like a street sign or like a temporary street sign that says, um, "Beware exotic animals." Exotic animals. <laughs> like, how crazy would it be to see that? I, one of the weirdest and one of the weirdest things that happened was when they said the price of a tiger. And they said you could buy a tiger for like two or three thousand dollars. Yeah, I was like, I I saw a funny meme. You're gonna spend you're gonna spend more money on a purebred dog than you will on a tiger. You're gonna spend more in one year feeding the tiger than it is to buy it. That is insane. It's absolutely bonkers. I saw a funny meme of a of a guy trying to convince his girlfriend to use their stimulus check, the twelve hundred dollars, to combine them to buy a tiger. (laughs) You know, if we combine them, we'll have enough that we can buy a tiger. Um, that's it's crazy to me, and it's these crazy animals that no, how do you own how like 
there's the ethics of it. Like, how do you ethically justify owning a tiger or anything like that? Because how are you going to control? I, I don't know. It's, it's bonkers. I don't get how you like, I, I don't know, like uh, just walk into a cage with a tiger, you know, <laughs> like know. let alone like six or seven at a time. A 700 pound monster and, and, that and like kills every single things time, with its face. Every single time that they like uh, do something, like when it bites Joe's leg and drags him around, he's just slapping it. Get off. Get off. <laughs> and like that's, that's it. I was like, why isn't the tiger killing him? Like, I don't understand. Like, it's, I don't know. Maybe a, a Hollywood. They keep a, I think like the if, they're gonna, shark. if they're going to be, I, I, you'd have to assume that they're just super well fed, especially if you're going to be in there with them, like to take pictures or do a, a movie, then they make sure that they're all like super full. So I guess that is that. another part of the um, ethics stuff that I wanted to talk about. The ethics of all this is like, I, some of the saddest parts of the the vid, of the of the whole series is looking at how so you see how pent up these animals are yeah and they have like 13 tigers in one small cage and it's just like this like it looks like a toilet bowl of mm-hmm. of tigers waiting in, to get fed waiting to get fed and you can tell but some of them are super skinny some of yeah but it's the fat ones that kind of make me sad because you there's no such thing as an obese tiger in the wild. Yeah. Right. But you look at them and these tigers, they march out are just like their bellies are swinging and they're, and they're coming out and they're just fat and, and super overfed. And it, and it just kind of depressed me thinking like how far these animals are from. Yeah, Cause you like see that a lot natural. with domestic, you see that a lot with domestic dogs and cats and stuff, but to see it with like a true wild animal, it makes it a little different. Yeah, and this was something too. Like, uh, I guess the most poignant part of the whole show was like the very last scene of the entire series. And I, since we're on this topic the now, yeah, the chimpanzee, where he's like, he's like, the, the first thing they did after ten years of being apart is hug each other. And he's like, did I do that to them? Yep. And uh, I, but then I, I kind of felt like it was like the show was being manipulative because bit. they were like, we forgot what's the most important thing here? And that's the tigers. And I was like, well, you didn't present the last eight episodes that way. Like you you're spend trying to, eight hours talking about, you're yeah, trying to guilt go. trip me into feeling bad about the tigers, but you're the one that wrote the narrative. So I, I, I hate it when documentaries do that. I know. And, and that's the thing about documentaries. I feel bad with, with the footage they had, they could paint anyone in whatever light they want. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what you've seen a lot of backlash and a lot of interviews after it from people that are in the in the documentary saying like what they used to mine was maybe a tenth of the of the footage that i know they recorded of me so they they definitely just like picked and choose exactly what was going to fit their narrative yeah and and that's that's any documentary um it's also any news story you do if it's not live it's it's any news story I watched a um, an interview that David Spade uh, had with uh, Kelsey Saffrey, right? The the one mm-hmm. that got her arm bit off, mm-hmm. and uh, she it was just it was interesting because she was talking about like the the documentary makes it seem like I don't know, like <laughs> she basically said like no, like the animal, like I I made a mistake, I put my arm in and I paid the price for it, and the tiger wasn't put down or anything, but the documentary doesn't mention that or anything, so it's just like, but. Um, but yeah, like just basically alluding to what Scott was saying about like how with 
that much footage with all of that stuff. You can, you can pin them in whatever light you want. Yep. I've watched a couple of the David Spade interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he, he's interesting. Cause I feel like he got all of, I think he got everyone except for, is this like a YouTube Joe. show? Yeah. Okay. Um, and, uh, it's really interesting because yeah, they're all telling their other, their, their own story there. And yeah, I'm gonna, like the, the guy, the guy that was doing the, the, um, the, the producer that was doing the reality show, he had some really interesting things to say because he, he was, he was seeing it from like an out, he was a part Perkin, of it, but, but still Perkin. an outside. Yeah. And he, he, his opinion of Joe exotic is very low. He, he, he thinks Joe is pretty evil. I'm going to include some of these David Spade links in the episode notes yeah. as well. So I, I'm not a fan really of cool. that Rick Kirkham guy. I think that guy's kind of a scumbag myself. Uh, I agree. And, and is he, he the, uh, the filmmaker? Yeah, the producer of the of the TV show that they yeah, he he he, oh, he had yeah, told yeah. stories about watching Joe kill cat shoot tigers that he didn't like. Um like a lady brought in a horse to because it was a really old horse or whatever to, and he wanted Joe to take care of it or whatever. And so the lady left, Joe just shot it in the head and fed it to the tigers. And, wow. Yeah. And laughing the whole time. Type. I mean, obviously yeah. that's just kind of a visual. So they, that's, that's what I'm saying is they, they try to paint him as a hero of the story, mm-hmm. but they left that stuff out. Yeah. Why? For for narrative purposes? Like, it, it made, it made, the, Cause you had to, to make him going to, to uh, spoiler alert, make him going to prison and being convicted and everything more poignant to the viewer, you had to have feelings, positive feelings about Joe. And so that the whole seven episodes leading up to that is building up like at least some conflict in, do I like him? Do I not like him? Mm-hmm. And so, it, yeah, it is all just a pure narrative. Um, they, they could have showed the other half of the, the footage or the other 90% of the footage and we wouldn't have liked him going into that. And then we'd be cheering for him to go to jail. Um, and so it's just what emotion they want you feeling in those last episodes. You'd be cheering mm-hmm. for that West Valley tap out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jeff, is his name Jeff? Jeff. Oh my goodness! Um, what a okay. dude. That dude was a scumbag. So we're the same stupid thing every day. Like you look ridiculous. The the, the bandana on his head with the hat on top of the bandana. Gosh, like, it, it was like it what, just drove me crazy. Like who, what what bugged me? What made me laugh so hard is when they're like, "Yeah, Jeff started coming around," and you could tell he'd been through the business world a <laughs> time or two. And I was like, "Yeah, that guy. That guy totally looks like a businessman." Well, and then, and then they with your business he he fires everybody and then he brings out his handyman and his handyman's like just this idiot and he's like yeah i went to prison when i was 18 and just uh you know had some runs and you're like this is this is the guy you're gonna trust your all of your business this is the guy who you're gonna trust in your prison the one that yeah the guy that had one little teardrop tattoo that guy's (laughs) killed somebody (laughs) oh my gosh okay so like I said, that first episode starts off on a crazy level of nine. Yeah. Like you're at a nine out of 10 on the first episode. And I, I remember thinking, what in the world did I just watch? And then episode two comes around and it was like, it, it got, it, it was just an order of. So you also have to learn him in jail, doesn't it? They yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. Talking from yeah. prison. Like. It, giving a message from prison like, and then you learn wait. about um the other uh Bogavon, big animal zoos 
the Bhagavan Lord Antle. Oh yeah, Antle. The thing in South Carolina. <laughs> that like do with like seven wives. He's got a harem of wives. That guy's Dude, nuts. Like was sad to me too, as that guy was the only one who like vehemently defended Joe uh-huh. at the very end. Of Joe was like, he put them in gas chambers. That guy. I don't care. <laughs> I was like, dude, this was your only advocate. Your only person. <laughs> the only person who didn't say was, one bad thing about you. The, the guy is like, yeah, no, I work my, the, my people work uh, uh, 12 hour days. They, um, I pay them a hundred dollars a week. <laughs> um, they, they work on site. The ladies have to have sex with me to get, well, he doesn't their, say that, in but the, 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 the insider lady is um, explaining it all. Uh, they have to have uh i schedule uh breast enlargement surgeries for them and they're super excited about it because it means they get three days of rest <laughs> like she's <laughs> like i don't remember ever agreeing to have my uh, the boob job but uh i was super excited to have it because it meant i could uh, you know go and sleep for three days yeah that's yeah that's uh... oh my gosh <laughs> it's so Oh, by the way, uh, I would be remiss if I didn't mention my wife, who's the, who was basically the one that told us to watch this show because uh-huh. she watched she watched every single episode before any of us, and then she's like, "This is it. This is your next thing. Just watch. You just you watch because that's what she does. She marathons these shows and days." Um, but she was the one. Tell, she was like, "I should push you out of this chair and come in and talk about this right now." Because she loved every <laughs> second of this. She should. Was, you should call her in and then have her explain her favorite character. Her favorite character. Yeah. Okay, I'll ask her. It's funny because because when when she told us to watch it, it was like the the documentary that we were all still kind of talking about was uh, was Don't <laughs> with Cats, and like, and it's just kind of funny. It's just like you thought that was crazy. I remember and I'm like, that the, nah. there, you could not get a crazier story than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is a very different type of crazy, but it's definitely more crazy. <laughs> it's definitely more crazy. Yep. And you had literal uh, Scarface in Miami. Yeah. Who, the guy went to jail for, for cocaine, for, do it, for um, importing drugs inside live animals. They would yeah, inside cut, snakes. Oh my gosh! Just and and then and then it episode two ends with them saying, "Oh yeah, Carol Baskin killed her husband, her first husband. <laughs> and that's how she made her millions." That's and that's actually, and that's the biggest meme afford, of it all. Is Carol Baskin killed her husband? I was like, what? and like, does anybody really hate her, or is that the Joe Exotic narrative? I like, hate her. Is it just she, people, is, she was portrayed to be like a ditz? Like she was kind of well. She's just she the, the worst kind of person. She is the biggest hypocrite on the planet. That's that's the first before they even pointed it out to me. She was like, "Oh, Joe just keeps them in cages," but then they strategically showed her place. And I was like, "All of her tigers are in cages." Like, they're all, how was she? Yeah, it's seemingly before, worse cages than Joe's. Before mm-hmm. before the the show tells you, you're smart enough to be like, "How is she any different?" Like, she's I don't understand. Not. The only well, thing she a, doesn't do is she doesn't have you have people pet the cubs. Yeah, she doesn't breed. She, that is, that, that's, she, doesn't she doesn't breed, breed, and she doesn't have people pet the cubs. But that she is literally the only difference. 
What's that? Does she not have any children? Oh, God. <laughs> She's not a breeder. Um, um, I'd, be like, I'd be willing to bet money that those two do not have intercourse. Like, I'd be willing so to bet weird. money that her husband is gay. Um, <laughs> that That's why he... Joe, marries, Joe marries straight men and she marries gay men. Um, <laughs> but that, that guy, that guy he was, was super winger. annoying as well. He was... Uh, him singing to her and then their wedding photos and yeah it just every detail about this whole show just got crazier did you guys did you guys hear that uh oj simpson came out and was like yep she did it (laughs) she killed her husband (laughs) wait is that real though because like dude i I always hear about him doing stuff like that but i don't know if it's actually he's, he's active on twitter have you seen his Twitter? It's insane. Because he's such a troll. Like he. But him, I saw a meme of it said, "OJ Simpson says uh, that Carol Baskin killed her husband," and then it shows the State Farm commercials with uh, with uh, J.K. Simmons. It's like we know a thing or two because we've seen. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's a. The meme. The the memification of this show has That's been. Oh, we have time to do bonkers. now. We're all in our house. Everyone, everyone locked indoors watching I know. this show. When, when the whole world thinks memes. of the coronavirus uh, lockdown, they're going to be thinking of Tiger King. Mm-hmm. Tiger King. <laughs> we all had to watch to keep our keep our wits about us to make make us realize that while we're going crazy being quarantined, we're not that crazy. At least we're not. <laughs> Very Joe Exotic from Netflix. You know? like, let's release this. Yeah, could you imagine Netflix? They're, they're probably just like so excited to hit release on this. Like they're just waiting for it to explode. They're, they're gonna pay for his bail in season two <laughs> right now. That was the other meme that I saw was Donald Trump standing there going, "This is getting out of hand," and then Mike Pence leaning in saying, "Release the Tiger documentary." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It was uh, so. Was so, so speaking of chess. speaking of, um, oh, here she is. Me. She wants to talk about her favorite character. Okay, Kylie. Come here. They're they're gonna. Oh, okay. Hey, Hello, Kylie. Kylie. Welcome to the Cold Bell Podcast. Hello. By the Tell way, us. We're gonna who- release this on YouTube. Oh, good. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tell us. <laughs> oh, good. Tell us who your. <laughs> Tell us who your favorite character is from Tiger King. My favorite character. Batista. Yeah. Well, yeah, the most entertaining. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean you agree with them. Just the one that you find most entertaining. That is rough. <laughs> I feel like every time. Carol Baskin came on, I was like cringing. Like, where does this lady come from? Yeah. She just thinks she's so right about everything. That line not to say that she's wrong. She comes from Relief Society. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we all know a Carol Baskin. That that line when they talked about her riding around on her Wicked Witch of the West bike (laughs) killed me. That was hilarious. (laughs) Well, I mean, I think that'd be a good choice because, like, everyone loves a good villain. And so she's a pretty good villain. I just felt like the other people, I just, I was like, yeah, I could listen, but I was like, what? Every you time she talked, she just said she something. Was, she was basically Dolores Umbridge, <laughs> but there was no, like, heel turn, you know? Like, there was no, she was ever revealed. So it, it felt unsatisfactory. 
You don't like you you your favorite character wasn't uh, James Garrison, the the human Chucky doll. <laughs> oh my gosh, that guy is so weird. On his jet ski. <laughs> Dude, I couldn't believe that guy because that they ask, uh, what's that, John Finley? They were like, "How do you feel about him working for the feds?" And he's like, "What? What? I had no idea. How That's... did he have no idea that he was working with them? He went. Was this not filmed after like all of the? Uh, yeah, no, that was so genuine though. Proceedings. His like, reaction was so genuine. How do you not know? You went to court. How do you not know that he was involved? Uh, it was well that just makes the court seem super fishy too like what what information did they withhold <laughs> and like that jeff guy wasn't even there yeah that jeff guy jeff what was his name jeff low mm. jeff low you know what? i hope i hope that the only thing this documentary did for john finley was give him enough money to get some better he did actually he did, he did. He did. there's he a did picture yeah there's yeah there's, he, he did an interview with David Spade I'm sending you a text right yeah now look up the David Spade interview he's way different than he is on the on the um documentary I'm pretty sure he was high on the documentary or something Wait, explain <laughs> I want to I want to hear this Scott I'm going to show I'm going to show explain my, uh, why, how he's different he, he he just seems a lot more um reserved and southern <laughs> um no, he definitely came across that way. In well, no, I don't know. His accent was a little different. I, he, he he just seemed different, like um, oh, a little more that. reserved. He's got some teeth. Yeah. He looks like. He looks like good. There you go. Like he really does. Maybe better hope to have <laughs> teeth. <laughs> oh, I want to no, know what's up with all the tiger owners like having multiple spouses. It's bizarre. You get you buy you you get a couple tigers and then you can have sex with as many men or women that you Dude, want. A couple tigers and a couple big bags of uh, marijuana and meth, and you well, you got husbands galore. Anyway, right? But they do it like openly, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I don't care. Like I'm okay with it." I don't know. Like, they have tigers. Like they're pretty. They want the attention. That's true. I don't know, Joe. He is not going to change the way he dresses, and he has kinky sex. Okay. <laughs> I'm broke as <laughs> broke as for I w- will not wear a suit. I've had some kinky sex. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that something he included? I don't get it. What does kinky sex have Dude, to do with saw, It reminds I me saw. of that John Mulaney hobo that runs into him and he's like, I am gay. I am lost. <laughs> <laughs> I saw I saw something that said um a meme that said when you go back to church after your uh, after your self isolation <laughs> he's like as you are. Uh, and it's <laughs> joe exotic saying i've had kinky sex <laughs> airy guns i'm not gonna change, I'm the, way not I gonna change the way i dress <laughs> going back to church anyway uh hey, i have a question stuff. for you guys let's hear it if a tiger bit your arm off would you go back to work <laughs> seven days later <laughs> <laughs> Five days after an arm amputation, you've got like phantom pains in your fingers, and you're like, "Nah, I gotta fade this tiger." Wait, she had phantom pains in her non-existent fingers. That's yeah, what, that's what phantom, phantom pain, pain is. is. You get a limb cut off, and you still feel it. You still you get pain in your finger that doesn't exist. That's crazy. That's why they call it phantom pain. Because it's not there. It is crazy, but. She's having that while she's like, okay, I got to jump in with this tiger and make sure it gets its food or whatever she was doing. The crocodiles underneath the TV house. Did she have to fight the tiger like in, a, in an arena? 
They didn't show like, like Jamie Lannister. <laughs> what? Okay, so when she got when she got her arm ripped off, what in the world was he wearing? Did he did he hear that she got her arm ripped off and then ran back to his trailer to get his EMT I'm bomber sure. jacket? I'm sure he did. Like he was like, oh oh oh, I get to wear my EMT bomber jacket. I'm it gonna run back and put that on. Probably with his like first aid kit. You have tigers. You have to have a first aid kit. You have a first aid kit. You, you should at least EMT have one bomber jacket. But he had to dress apart before he administered first aid. <laughs> before he administered, and then he goes into the gift shop and says, "Turn that camera back on." He turn, goes to the. F- gift shop and says uh we had an employee get her arm ripped <laughs> off i will give you a refund or a rain check the I know. So all get out of employee. yeah to all the, the customers guests. and they're like uh before you hear it on the news i just want to let you know <laughs> okay i have a question for you guys uh i don't know maybe you guys already talked about it but um do you guys think that Joe Exotic uh, burnt down his own alligator? Uh, I do. Yeah. I think he, he at least arranged down? it because they said that he was gone, um, but I think he arranged it. Yeah. I, I don't did. think that the TV producer was involved in that. I think he was pretty pissed off about it burning yeah. down. Yeah, because, I mean, his logic is sound. Like, he, it was a gold mine of a TV show he was filming. Like, why would he get rid of Absolutely. that? Yeah, no. Why did he sit on it for so long and not produce any of that? Like, as a, how many years or, like, how long? He was, he was there for two or three for? years. As, as a person who's been through film school and who has also worked on been through film school, who has also worked on reality television shows for him to have all of his backups in the same building is the dumbest thing so I've ever th- heard. That's in my, another like, thing he that cleared pissed up. me off personally. So that's another when thing I, when he cleared up in the, uh, in the interview with David Spade is he said it was, he had, he had backups in a safe that melted. Like the fire was so hot that the safe melted. His safe was made out so, of straw. It's like Apparently. Rule number one, you have three sets of backups and you have them in different locations. One is offsite. Yeah, yeah. You have them off. You have them in different locations. Yeah. Like there, it is absolutely bonkers that that part pissed me off in a personal level like you've worked in the industry long enough mister they have all the footage of him way back when doing this stuff and then i was like you don't have any of your backups off-site and now your entire show goes he also up has an interesting perspective back. on it he said because he feels really bad for being a part of and participating in some of the evil stuff that they did there. Some of the really bad stuff. Cause he egged he it on it, it, because it's a yeah, better show. Yeah. It, it, so he says that that was karma for him being a part of that hmm. nasty stuff. That's an interesting yeah. take. I have to watch that because I didn't watch uh, the interview. Yeah. David Spade. So is it, I, so this was, you guys keep saying this, but I didn't know David Spade did interviews right now. Well, he has his show, the show where he has comedians on. Do any interviews? Apparently, he has. So he has, he has, he has a TV show on Comedy Central where he has just three comedians come on and they just shoot the. Show. Um, since the quarantine, he's not filming that show, and so he does these what he calls lo-fi interviews or whatever. So he just does like this type of an interview, um, and he does it with lots of different people. But so far, I think he's had every major character in tiger king yeah huh? joe exotic no except joe exotic he's in jail that's the uh he's in the, the clean goose that's the golden goose 
He's have to have Skype. He's in jail. isolation in jail right now because of coronavirus. That's what I heard. I saw, heard I saw. I saw. I saw a news report about that. Yeah, I heard about that. Oh, I thought you were going to say I saw a tiger. And the tiger saw a man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All the hunters to lay down their guns. Tell them that the tiger needs a little bit of love. Let them run the jungle, let them roam their land. Then stand back and uh, yeah. So, Joe Exotic is a country singer, apparently. Mm-hmm. And um, Scott saying that's not his voice. Hey, here, not, that, that's Some what what's his face with the new teeth said was it's not his voice that's mm-hmm. not his voice when did he say that in, the interview? in that interview with, oh with david spade watch this interview watch them there's there's a ton of there's a ton of interviews i watch a good documentary <laughs> i message all of you fools and i tell you every single time you need to watch this and you heard it from me first okay and then, <laughs> okay and then you guys okay okay we're gonna name this and episode then, kylie Daily presents the Cold Boat Co- Podcast. Thank you. Tiger King. I would appreciate that because I told Chris and I said, you better tell them right now. You better message them and say they need to watch this. And you better tell them I told them first. She, she did, sat there you did. until I did it. She's like, pull out your phone right now. <laughs> he did say. But if you didn't, <laughs> if you didn't get a shout out. Message. I do remember that. If you didn't get a shout out early enough on this episode, then you only have the guy sitting next to you to blame. I did. Ooh. You heard me do it. <laughs> Chris is firmly under the bus. Thanks, <laughs> sure. Um. So, did she do it? Did she kill her husband? What do you think? I mean, it seems pretty. Uh, the, for, for, with the information given, I, it seems kind of obvious. Although so th- there's obviously too. more information out there. Well, Who knows? The documentary guy, Melchior's are totally planting the idea of that. She's yeah. Like, oh, you just put sardine oil on them or whatever. It's like, <laughs> it's like, you're just trying to get people to think this. That made me laugh when she said, you put sardine oil on them. That is something they want to eat. And I was like, you seem to know a lot about how to get tigers to eat a human. You I don't crazy think that's lady. very hard. I also like the... Joe Exotic. I think the funniest moment of the whole show is when he Joe did the uh, the face swap on the picture of her ex or her her deceased husband, saying, "Carol, it's a voice from your past. Get me out from underneath the septic tank. <laughs> septic tank. It's just his mouth moving. It's the creepiest, grossest thing." Um. Dude, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Is like I kind of like Joe because he's charismatic and he's funny. Yeah, but, he's so open about like how open was he about hiring a hitman? Like everyone knew he was looking well, for a hitman. He just reminds me of like a shock jock, like on the on the radio or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, like he's he's like a redneck Howard Stern with more gay orgies. I don't know how many Howard has, but I'm sure Joe has more. But yeah, like he looked at the camera and said. When I lose my mind, that's my going to Tampa gun. 
<laughs> and he has a jar that's gonna he's gonna put her head in it. I'm gonna put that bitch's head in a jar. Like what? <laughs> you can't say those things. What? Are you, uh, it, like, it, a stranger did, and he's liked for it. Insane. Say what you will about Joe Jeff Lowe, but he's like you moron. You, you have all this footage of you saying I wish that bitch was dead, and then you hire someone to go kill her. And that person gets caught, and now what? Now you have I, all this. Like, I, I love his like uh, his uh, what's the term? Like his defense for the whole thing is he's like, I was just trying to show the truth. And I was like, but you're not a cop. Like you can't set him up to, like a like a sting operation, and then not go to trial with with him. Like, but uh, like, apparently he did because he got away with it. He didn't even go to trial. Nothing that man has done, he's ever gotten in trouble for. Like with this Joe Exotic stuff, I guess other stuff. I wonder. I, I wondered this a lot too. The people that were doing interviews for this show, because they're watching it, and then they're obviously showing Jeff in a bad light, and then they're showing that human Chucky in a bad light. <laughs> so, so I'm like, I'm, I'm. I, w- I wish I could be a fly on the wall to watch them, their reaction after they saw the way they portrayed like James James Garrison that playing has the rocky the sh- music on his jet ski. <laughs> Dude, what? What was the point of the jet ski thing? That that was hilarious. He was because <laughs> he was just like, well, if you excuse me, I'm, I uh, I'll be right back. And then he goes and rides the jet ski. Dude, that was like the best part. I loved. I died. I like fell part. off the couch. I was laughing so hard alone in my house. But that was a point. Was to show you that he's not in trouble. He he was there for the conversations, but he's not in oh trouble, gosh. and he's and, not riding like, on jet skis. He has a store that doesn't have a name and doesn't set like. Doesn't he own strip clubs too? You, yeah. You we steal it, you buy it. Store like, <laughs> yeah. what in the world was he selling? And that besides lemurs, like, what was going on there? And stolen Hummers apparently. Like it was just so bizarre. It's. And then, like, like he, he missed, tried, like the South. Like, don't you want to go back? And oh my it? gosh! And then he tried to. Then he tried to like make the joke about like Joe Exotic just wanted to be the Tiger Queen. I mean, King. Shots fired. Bing! Like it was so. I, I, every moment of that show was stranger than the last Dude, even even my kids are like aware of the show right now they're like oh my gosh tiger king freaking why does everybody talk about tiger king <laughs> i was like how does ollie because ollie's not around anybody so how is he hearing this what <laughs> which one of his friends well, and he's not seeing it tiger so obviously it's us but like he has heard about it somehow like through osmosis he's heard about it through osmosis. Um, or, or his mom's phone I guess, but he he was like he saw a picture of that John Finley and he's like, why does why do they all look weird? I was like, that's the South, dude. And I was like, I lived in, I lived in Houston and I worked with like four or five guys that had missing fingers. And he's like, why do they have missing fingers? Like because they go catfishing. They stick their finger. They stick their hands in holes and snapping turtles get them. <laughs> and then, and they're like, oh well, I still got like three and a half, so I'm okay. I think <laughs> they still do. <laughs> I can't. How many people I met on in Oklahoma that that's I saw my manager only had like two or three fingers left because of it. That <laughs> and was they like, keep going. Catfish is disgusting. That, it is a mud fish. It's a 
that show was literally like a who's who of the people that I interacted with while it was I was like the Bishop Rick and there was a <laughs> I, I once upon a time ventured into a Walmart in Alabama and I'm here to say that all of the people that you see on like a was that Walmart people of Walmart like the people of Walmart those those people are real like that stuff is not made up I'm... things happen. like the but I, I don't feel like that's fair because I've been to Walmart and Orem at like 2 a.m. and I see those people too. I think it's just Walmart. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I saw a girl that I work with um, up in Salt Lake from way back in the day on a People of Walmart post. So um, we're getting away from the topic of. Uh, <laughs> oh, I of, never answered uh, it, I thought Carol did it. What do you think? Decide. I really can't decide because it sounds like so perfect but like chris said like it's a documentary and they sway you one way or the other right but then like it's too perfect like how could you not do that there's so many ways to dispose of it it's like a pig farmer it's like why not just uh, get a pig farmer and just throw a body into the pigs yep. and it's gone I w- I w- I'm, I'm like i'm kind of fox molded on this i want to believe i want that she to did believe <laughs> I think that's the the best timeline is if she did. (laughs) So he had so much money though, right? So he totally could have just left. And she's like insane. There's no way that she's actually a sane person. And her husband she's married to now is super weird too. He's just like, I thought he was there a sweetheart. Game. He's a sweetheart. Big old Howard. Oh, yeah. He's like singing songs. He's singing songs to her. And he was just playing for the camera. <laughs> right. Well, then, like, maybe Michael he Scott. married Carol for all her money that got left. The The reason, honestly, the reason I think Carol maybe did do it was because of all the money transactions and the weird things that she switched over, like, into her name and, like, the, the will. The fact that five years in one day... Yeah, I was just about to disappear. I was just about to point that out. It's like the perfect storm, though. Like, how is there not? You always hear about like an investigation has opened because of this documentary, and I was like, why does it take a stupid documentary like this, like John Oliver, <laughs> to point well, out this something one in particular, for the FBI I, to launch the, the documentarian was there for years, and so that, like they have way more footage and way more proof than than a FBI agent could ever get, and so okay. I could see why that. Is, would be a case. Mm-hmm. To be fair, though, if I was Carol, okay, let's see. I'm Kylie. Chris dies. He's like loaded. Dies five years later and a day. Like if I hadn't been able to touch that money for five years, I would probably do the same thing. I love you, boo. But uh. Wait. So she had to wait. But five I want years your money. Day to get the money. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. He, he went missing. So he wasn't dead. So he's. So she couldn't pronounce him dead. And when someone goes missing, you can't pronounce them dead until five years. They've been missing for five years. So five years Uh, and one day after he went missing, she pronounced him dead. And then, and then kept all the, kept all the money. She she kept all the money from his daughters and stuff. And that's like the weirdest part is like, yeah, yeah, that's like, maybe there is really meaning. I mean, obviously, like they probably don't have a very good relationship, but they're, they're his daughters. They're not, dog people. They like like wolves. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he had really extra. I'm pretty sure I saw wolves on their land. Yeah, oh, they're his. They're his daughters. Oh, she does. She has. She had the uh, big cat rescue, and Joe Joe Exotic is the one that had the wolves. Never mind. Sorry. None of these people on the show are introverts. They're uh-huh. cat people, and they're extroverts. Every single one of them. They're big cat people. 
There's a difference. Exactly. Can you be an introverted tiger owner though? That's the thing. Like, is that no? If you're a tiger owner, you're you you've got to be an extrovert, and you've also got and, to. And they uh, love them so much. Like they wanted them so badly with them. They put them in suitcases and took them to Vegas oh just so they could have them with them. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> they, they did that for threesomes. <laughs> You know what's weird is I I swear I've seen that bus in Vegas that like uh, jungle bus mm-hmm. where they I swear I've seen it. I wanted to know how that ended up. They like they teased it and they're like, they oh man, oh. that was. He said that gifted. Well, he said like, oh, we wanted to do this, but man, was that a bad idea? And I was like, wait, you're planting that something really <laughs> crazy happened, and then they never, they ne- nothing. I, I think his trip to Vegas ended up in him being. Getting caught by the cops and stuff. Didn't didn't he do prison time? Like I swear they alluded. Well, no, to that. He, he went to. He, he went to yeah, he did. County, he went to yeah. county jail. Yeah. Well, he, but he didn't do prison. I think that was the bad idea they were talking about. So he, he and then and then he got fined, but but the feds were watching him actively because of yeah, that. And, uh-huh. and, he, and, and then that's he why he that's why Joe. he lost it on yeah. Joe. And then there was that other dude that like was always shirtless or if he did have a shirt, he had the monkey in his shirt. That oh, was helping yeah. yeah, that's what I wanted to know what came of that because they were building the nicest zoo in the well, world. And then Jeff was like, man, between Oklahoma I don't and know Texas. why, but everyone I work with just ends up being the worst partners ever and then leaving. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's uh, what's wrong with everybody why is everybody the worst oh my gosh <laughs> like figure it out Dude. <laughs> yeah it, uh, it, okay how gross was it when they're like okay he made the pizza store and then he used oh the expired gosh, walmart meat to oh yeah i was gonna point that, that out i knowingly ate there. i love the like guys too oh. Best pizza in Texas, or in, sorry, in uh, this is the Ohio. Best pizza you, uh, I make myself. All the Joe fans, Zai, best pizza, best pizza. I'm so good. <laughs> best pizza in Oklahoma. He's like pointing to it. This pizza right here. And, <laughs> but then they showed like they're just dumping it. And there's like meat juice <laughs> dripping out of this trough that was coming out of the <laughs> like Walmart. Fired chicken, gross. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, it's so gross. <laughs> It's so. Oh gross. my gosh, dude! This is so nice of Walmart though, to feed all the tigers. They, they're feeding the fans. <laughs> yeah, they're feeding the the, the, the customers, the, the customers, workers, and the workers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this show is by far. I mean, th- sorry, this episode that we're doing has been so. We've jumped back and forth and haven't followed any timeline or anything like that. Kind of hard to. But so it's basically been a reaction to eight episodes uh-huh. of a of a documentary. Um, but this show, I've said it. I can't tell you how many times I've said it so far. But it, it every moment is crazier than the moment before, and it did that for eight hours. And I don't know of any other story or documentary. Maybe Wild Wild Country. Uh, that documentary about the the Rajneeshi people in Oregon. Maybe we'll do it. We should do a a reaction about that one. Have you guys watch that? But I've never seen anything quite like this. That just ramps up. Every episode gets crazier and crazier and crazier until makes me wish don't F with cats kept going. Cause that's how (laughs) I felt. There's only three episodes up. That ended horribly. You wanted it to keep going? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it was, it was all like this, you know? And then it was like, 
So Chris wishes there were more serial killers in the world that would... No, like, I just wish... No, I'm not... He just wishes that maybe two or three more people died. That's all. No, 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 shut up. Don't put words in my mouth. Don't put words in my mouth. What I'm saying is I wish that guy killed more people. Oh, okay. Like, follow the story Hey, Chris, I have a question. What are your thoughts on Hitler? Like, in his mind, he was a good guy. It does not make him a bad guy. In his mind, he was doing the right thing. So how bad can a bad guy can he be? He had panther courage. <laughs> now that we've gotten Kylie's favorite character and whether she thinks uh, Carol Baskin did it, I want everyone else to say their favorite character of the show. You go first then. Me? Yes, you. Okay. Um, I think the best person in the show is John Rinky, the guy with no legs. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um I think he's probably the best person in the show, but the, my favorite character has to be Doc Antle. That guy is the most bizarre and bonkers real human being living in the United States right now. So, I wonder if he's going to get investigated now. Like, they said at the end that his his place got raided in oh. December of 2019 but he's doing interviews so he's not in jail no he's still he's still uh, practice it, it's still open still operating yeah. his his place yeah he just got raided. infiltrate get a job sleep with him so that we can <laughs> yeah Jake do it get a boob job yeah Jake do it he's your favorite <laughs> hey so Scott you who's your first me you have to get a boob oh yeah you have to get a you have to get the Bhagavan name I can't believe he named himself Lord. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He is Lord. It's just so freaking bizarre. I am Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he named himself Bhagavan, which is like friend of God or whatever. It's so. Hey, he's anyway. obviously a cult leader. Like that's. And then when they were like, oh, like they were asking him, like, what do you do with it? And he's like, you are trying to. He, you can tell that he's been coached on how to answer yeah. questions. Dude, dude, and, and I really liked how they included his kind of behind the scenes stuff where he's like, all right, I'm going to look at this TV and react to it. Okay. And so he prepares for it and then does it. And then, so, so you can you kind of see his preparation. You guys come up to the front door and I'll answer yeah. the door. Yeah. So they showed his behind the scenes just to, sh- and that was very strategic and kind of manipulative editing to make you really see his, his uh f- his fake persona he put he wants to put off. Okay, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, your character. Or Troy, Troy, you go, you go, Troy. I'll just, I was just gonna say uh, the James, the big guy in the jet ski. He's <laughs> James Garrison. <laughs> yeah, he was seriously. <laughs> I love like, that. I love yeah, it. The he was yeah. right up there with it. Yeah, <laughs> dude, just that jet ski part, like that puts him so far up there. I <laughs> the, the tiger man. <laughs> Oh my god! I really liked um, Teeth Guy, the um, the first John husband, John Finley. Yeah. I just like saying his name. It sounds like a like a story, like he's the main character of a book or something. John Finley. <laughs> yeah, I feel, it does. I feel bad for him. He's, I do he's too. Like, it's tragic. His, his, his whole bad for both because well, you laugh at him for like tragic. seven episodes, and at the end you're like, oh, this guy. Like he was, and we haven't talked about the second husband him killing himself. Killed himself. That was that, that was shocking. I could not believe that. Yeah. Happened. All that on video. Oh my I, goodness! Because they were like, 
he put, he's like, oh, you you need a clip and a Ruger. It won't it won't hurt you. And then he shoots himself. And they show that. I think yeah. it was on accident. Because well, he was saying he was going to kill himself. Well, he was, I'm sure, because sh- it showed him being so miserable yeah. and whatever, which it, I think anyone in that situation was like, both of his cousins were miserable. He was miserable the entire time himself. He wasn't yeah. happy either, right? But then he was talking to um, Josh Dial, and then he was just saying that, and then he did it. I, but think, I don't know. I think it was. I think it was. Moment. I think it was on accident on purpose. Not at that like, moment. Like, <laughs> right. he. He he did accidentally, it accidentally. Yeah, he was accidentally on purpose. Where he he was like, "If I die, then that's cool too." But I'm gonna like if yeah, I yeah yeah because even to prove a point or to to as a joke, no one puts a real gun, gun to their head to their head and pulls the with, without having thought like have had those well, thoughts. How many people the world? did he like cry out to and was like, "I can't even leave this place. I can't go visit my family. I can't. I don't." And then he just kept trying to keep him there, like by buying him all these things. But then he could never leave. He didn't have any freedom. So why did no one? Like, and the crazy part, the crazy part is in the interview that the um, the other husband with the teeth, um, he, he said that he he was there for like fifteen something years, and he wasn't paid for like eleven of those years. He he didn't get any money. He just got his stuff. He, uh, he Joe he bought, bought him, like, him whatever he needed. Or something. He's like, yeah, he bought me a truck. Yeah, but but he didn't get paid. He me like four trucks. So so he he had no he had no he capital the trucks of, of his them. own. <laughs> he had no way to to get off the. To, and to he was unemployed for eleven years. So you you how do you get a job when you have no work history? Like yeah. was he working? Yeah, he at worked the GW. Yeah, yeah. He, he was the handyman. Huh. So um. So Speaking crazy, of dude. Josh Dial, the uh, the guy who was the campaign manager, how in the world do you stay working there after watching a man <laughs> shoot himself in the head? I love and then when you they go- first showed him. <laughs> he was just like, ah, oh, yeah. They first show him, and he was like, I was miserable. It was the worst experience of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when he when he did first come on, Trish and I just like looked at each other like, that is such a left turn compared to everyone else in the show. Mm-hmm. He was so different. But then he was like, "Yeah, I was I was a manager at Walmart." And <laughs> yeah, then no, I they're like, "I'm this campaign to, manager." He decided to like, oh, make his campaign how he manager. Got stuck with all this, and I sold like, him yeah, his ammo. At Walmart, and he bought guns from. Got him. <laughs> got him. <laughs> I was like, Matt. "Oh, that makes so much Troy, sense." Troy, what did you say about ammo? He sold he him. Said, his he ammo. sold him his ammo. He said, "Joe's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. going to buy the ammo from him." And like the, every day, and then he became the campaign but manager. But then, he, right? He was he got lured in by Joe and like stuck around. He's a charismatic he stuck around person for years. We watched why? eight episodes of his crazy. Eight why did why he did, suckered did, us in, guys? Think about it. Hmm. He suckered us, and in. we paid for the privilege. <laughs> we paid an admission so ticket. Bizarre. Okay, Chris, tell me your favorite character. My favorite character. Is uh, I just had Amanda Green, the federal <laughs> prosecutor, that bitchy looking lady. Because <laughs> I was, they showed her, and I just imagine they're like, okay, no one's gonna like you, so just look really mean and just sit there, and we'll film you up and down with like dark shadows behind you. And she, <laughs> um, so what about the investigator for um, Carol Baskin's husband's death that had the creepy ass all over his walls? You remember that guy? 
I do not. The guy who was investigating Carol Baskin's husband's death, and like he's they're interviewing him in his house, and he's oh, got oh like, yeah, he's got a table that the base of the table is like a tiger laying on its back, holding up the glass <laughs> table, and then he's got like a chimpanzee uh butler standing next to him John Marciano and then in the background it's got uh on his wall he has like these like uh kabuki masks that he has Dude, like, I never looked at the, the wall, background but one of them is, what, I, I was like what in the, this is this might be the most normal person on the television on the whole series but the dude's decor of his house looks like he wears human he lives skin in, he lives in florida days off it i'm so buffalo bill the, yeah it's buffalo bill was the most normal person on the whole show <laughs> um i think honestly my favorite in terms of just like my interest going up was jeff Lowe because I, oh, I yeah. love to hate him but he was uh he was kind of a wrench in like the whole story like he was the uh I guess the catharsis of the whole show. Like he was, he was the reason why there's an end of all this. It's true. Um, he was just a, a good bad guy, but he was also interesting. And he's such a douche. Oh my it's gosh. So, when he was like the hot, the hot uh, nanny. We're going to get this hot maid. We're going to get the oh, hot, hot nanny. What the heck? Right next to his wife. who's like 30 years he younger said, than his yeah, We're going to get this hot nanny um, right after my wife has her baby and goes back to the gym. Yeah. Like he's like the director of the room. Like no one knows how he got his money. <laughs> he's tearing into me lighting. apart. He's, it oh, it was oh, interesting though, because <laughs> yeah, they never did answer that. No one knows how he got his money. Yeah, yeah, probably inheritance or something. Um, it was interesting though that the first couple episodes, like Carol Bastian, was obviously the bad guy. And then the last half, he was the bad guy. And Carol, I think that and Carol was the point, was, though, is because she's not really a bad guy. Yeah. Don't you no, she, she's, she's just like running this business off of, like, pure um, yeah, that, volunteers? Like, they're paying out the rear for, uh, she, for people to I, come and take care of stuff. And she's like, oh, you can volunteer for years. You had to volunteer for years to even be able to touch a cat. Not even touch a cat. Like, and she had people that worshipped her. And then, yeah. she, and then she said, like, oh, I don't even know who, <laughs> who the volunteers are. Like, they work for free for me, and I don't even bother to find out what their names are right. until they've been here for five years. Down her pathway. Her, her Wicked Witch of the West bike. <laughs> she rides her broom. And has Harold Singer. Is that his name? We called her Dolores Umbridge earlier. She, 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 I, she bugs me, I think, more than anyone else because of how hypocritical she is. The fact that she does the exact same thing as everyone else. She doesn't pay her employees. She does, she does all that stuff and then claims to be like this. And then her, like, hey, all you cool cats and kittens trying to be this, like, cute lady that's just like, oh, my gosh. She hangs up all the rules on the wall. Her, her outfits uh, are outrageous. <laughs> her and Joe are right on the same, like, uh, And then she produces crazy-ass music videos just like Joe. Shut up. She literally, I mean, she's not the one singing. It showed it in the thing, that weird-ass music video that, like, literally everything everyone else does she does as well she does 
everything the same same except stuff for breeding does, and selling except breeding and animal petting but she did petting. with her first husband she did all that she did yeah. do all that she, she started that. out doing all that yeah. like yeah, she's and then Oprah. Her husband died. Maybe that's why she killed her husband. She was like, I don't But that's what they said. That's what they said that her husband was going to take all the animals down to Costa Rica. Uh, Costa Rica. And then she was like, Uh-uh, these are my animals. And then I mean, who knows? Who knows what happened? She pushed him out of an airplane over the ocean or whatever. Pushed him into a tiger den. Right. Who is your favorite character? He said James Garrison. Oh, yeah, that's right. Come on. So you didn't even say oh. why. Because he rode a jet ski? That's so stupid. Oh, it made me laugh. <laughs> Smart. It made him laugh. He was a good character, though. He was the, uh, he was like the the rat, you know? He seriously he, was second place for like me. I, I was going to. He looks I, like the I was, rat on Harry Potter. He does. <laughs> Peter Pettigrew. Pettigrew. He is Peter Pettigrew. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The odd man out that nobody cared about, nobody listened to, <laughs> like ugly and then ended up ended up killing everyone in the end, sending everyone to prison. <laughs> and he he spent most of his life like in a young boys' room. <laughs> Goddamn human Chucky doll! Oh my gosh. Okay, so you said that Carol was your favorite character, but, but what was it like about her that you liked? She was like manipulative. Like she did everything that they did. Like you guys were saying, she did everything they did, but she did it in a different way. So people think that she's a good guy. Basically, she's really good at manipulating people. And I think that's very clever of her, especially in the situation where she's just like up against all the same people and she has a different way of doing it but she makes so much more money than they do does she I don't, well she started out so. with more i don't know if she does have more well yeah, she does make money because she doesn't pay her employees she, right well she 100% has to, and she has all her. of these like all of these lawsuits and then she's able to like fly around and go and talk to all these government people to make all these laws and stuff like you can't do that stuff without any kind of money and yeah, she inherited a bunch of money, but even still, you have to keep making money. She's spending it like crazy if she's doing all of that. I love that she went and flew around to all the governments and then was like, well, I'm, I don't take wild animals into public buildings, so I just dress like one <laughs> when I go into those public buildings. She's crazy. Yeah. And meanwhile, every animal in the entire show is being mistreated and <laughs> yeah, when, we all watched flew it over her land and was like <laughs> filming all this and there's stuff. all these all these actors and all these people are like oh i want to be like dax shepherd and all these people that are like i want to be the i want to play joe i want to play joe i want to play this per-. And like and the problem is if they make that movie they're gonna use doc antles yeah. tigers to be in that movie and just perpetuate the awfulness that is these yeah. zoo. That's what I think that's, that's our, that, that, that should be. Most. That's too, sorry. What Chris? I was saying ultimately that's what bugged me the most is the, the ending, like the button of the show is they're like, we all forgot the most important thing and that's the animals, but they took a backseat to the story the entire time. Yeah. That, that, that you so, told, you know, like, the, the filmmaker told a story about the humans and at the end said, oh, you forgot about the tigers. 
Don't yeah. F with Cats did the same thing mm -hmm. where it, at the end they were like, oh, you're the bad guy yeah. because you watched our documentary that we produced. Yeah. But because you're watching it, you're the bad guy. You're feeding into this, yeah. But like, that was that came after the the lady was like, "Well, I feel like a lot of this is my fault because I kept digging and digging and digging. If I would have left exactly. well enough alone, then it would have been fine." Well, that that's what I'm saying. That, like, so don't make the documentary. Mm -hmm. You're but you're giving you're point. giving you're giving the guy what he wanted. You're giving Joe Exotic what he wants. You're making him famous. He is literally getting. His his biggest wish right now. I know. Isn't that the most cruel irony that he got? He's getting exactly what he wants, but he's in he's in jail in he's, in isolation. I, he, the the yeah. monkey paw is yeah. <laughs> yeah. his wish. <laughs> yep. But but he's get he he's getting exactly what he wants. The the dude from Don't F with Cats got exactly what he wants because these people made that documentary because these people make these documents and that, and this is why I've said that I don't like true crime stuff is because in true crime stuff, you're giving the, the bad guy mm -hmm. exactly what they want. Like no, not, I've, not I've, to be like too political, but like, isn't that like the news? Like any, that's any fair. type of news, any type mm -hmm. of crime. No, I, I felt that way when everybody. I, when I watched the Ted Bundy tapes, I was like, why am I giving so much of my time and energy to, to Ted freaking Bundy? Like I felt you're, that Cause way. you're giving but, him exactly uh, what he wanted. He's yeah, a narcissist he, yeah. and a megalomaniac that wants, just wants. But attention. at the same time is at the same time, it's important to know that these things happened. Yeah. It, it's the whole repeating history thing. Moral um, of the story, give your kids the most attention you can. Then they won't be psychopaths. <laughs> Maybe they won't, uh, be uh gay polygamous tiger owners not that there's anything wrong with that <laughs> no there's plenty wrong with i mean being a, if we keep them away from like the south then they might be okay i mean the one dude the one dude was in uh indiana Ohio? wasn't it well no you can't own well the, the guy at the beginning was in ohio oh yeah he was crazy but the, the one dude with the monkey in his shirt that yeah, guy he was, was Midwest, in like I think. Illinois or Indiana or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he was somewhere in the North. Midwest. Anyway, bonkers show, bananas show. Um, I've watched it all the way through twice Did now. You really? Well, yeah, I watched. Dude, you're it all just as crazy as all of them. You're the problem. You. I don't Ooh. watch true crime documentaries. I know. <laughs> I, I watch them twice. Yeah, Jake, I have, I have news for you, Jake. <laughs> you like true crime. They're like... <laughs> this is why I don't listen, like it. This is why I watch all of them. So I can attractive tell white women, I like Troy it. and Jake. <laughs> <laughs> I watched, I watched uh, Making a Murderer in one night. I watched Wild Wild Country. I've watched... Yeah. I've well, watched well and we've kind of talked about it is... Good stories are good stories. They're train wrecks that are impossible to look away from. Stephen Avery and his family, speaking of people who really shouldn't be famous, but the documentary <laughs> yeah. made him famous. So. Yeah. Thanks, Netflix. Man, County, man. Thank you, Netflix. Yeah. Seriously. You're all now dumber having watched and listened to this. <laughs> May God have mercy I award you no soul. points. <laughs> May and God have mercy you, on your soul. For you who are listening to our podcast, you have spent another hour. <laughs> You're part of the problem. You guys listen to it right now. You it's been, it's been an hour and a half. On it? this episode, you it has the problem. Been. 
been another hour and a half about this. Dude, I was seriously like a half hour before this, like, what are we going to talk about? This is going to be like a 45 minute episode. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of thought the same thing. We're, we're past midnight. We need to call it. Yeah. We're going to call it. Okay. So what are we going to, what are we going to leave on the, leave this, leave on this? Every person is a bad guy in that show. Yeah. Uh, I would like my final words to be Carol Baskin's that bitch. <laughs> I just want to say, uh, uh, don't fuck with cats. <laughs> Especially the big ones. Yeah. 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 Um, if you want a story that is that every moment is an order of magnitude crazier than the last, then watch Tiger King because that's what it is. Yep. Yeah. It's just like uh, sometimes real life's crazier than anything you see on TV. <laughs> Except this is on. Except this is on TV. If a, too, so strike that. If a seriously, if a, if you were writing this as a script, uh, I cannot tell you how many times the studio would have come back and been like, "No, nah, you can't do that. Nobody will believe it. It's not. That's the most unbelievable thing you could have actually ever said." And they did that seventeen times. How many times did I tell hours. you that when I was watching it? Mm-hmm. And I was- you watch it you wouldn't watch it well because she, she was like what i was like what's this about and you're like oh it's like a guy who owns a zoo and he's like like he's dressed like a cowboy and i was like nope nah, <laughs> not interested <laughs> it's like it's like a, a real world version if we yeah, bought a it has matt damon in it <laughs> a florida man bought a zoo <laughs> it's from Oklahoma. so uh i think this is an opp- another opportunity for another episode of a cold bow casts. <laughs> right? Oh my Cold cast Tiger King. If we're going to cast a live action Tiger King. Yeah. Oh, dude, so that's brilliant. Matthew McConaughey playing. <laughs> dude, he would honestly Carol be Bastion. really good. No, he would be a good, uh, the guy with no legs. I think he'd be perfect. For oh, that Rinky. Yeah. Oh, for Christian yeah. Bell. We've, we've already said who's going to play James. And uh, it's. Dude. The dude who plays Tim, Timothy Spall, and, and, yeah. and the teeth guy. He, he said he Dave on, Batista. Uh, he he said that he would uh, no. He it was um, what's his name? Magic Mike. Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. Wouldn't he be perfect? Channing Tatum. I, I don't know if you're making a joke or not. No, no, no Channing I, Tatum would. would be perfect. He would be so good. I mean, Wait, he, he's not got the he's not got the physique of Channing Tatum, but can you imagine Channing Tatum with a uh, property of Joe Joe Exotic tattoo? Dude, on his he front? can do a southern. The- yes, I can. <laughs> can and has. <laughs> Seth Rogen can play Josh Dial. Doing it right now. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay. Who's, who's David Spade going to play? Joe, Joe Exotic. Oh really? He already, he already did. He's, he did oh, uh, uh, all right. It's Joe Dirt. <laughs> Daniel um, Radcliffe. He can be uh, what's his uh, Alan, the the killer with the dot tattoo. <laughs> anyway, this this has gone off the rails. <laughs> you people make me sick. Um. Okay. All right. Let's go. All right. Is there anything else anybody wants to add? Hey, check out our Patreon. There it Mm -hmm. is. And uh, check out our Instagram. Give us some reviews. Check our links. When Amazon starts fulfilling orders, uh, check out our merch. 
It's uh, yeah. Apparently, all those right. shirts are made right in there. China. So if you've bought one recently, maybe uh, <laughs> wash, wash it, check. wash it, disinfect wash it. it, and wash it. Three time use. You are amazing salesman. Guys. <laughs> 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 I'm selling I, this stuff. I have been terrible at can't afford not to. I've ever had. Look, I, I I cut my hand on the on the uh, mic thing. What? <laughs> Are you like giving yourself? And that's our cue to get out of here. So thank you guys. Uh, There's nothing else, and we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Thanks for coming, guy. (laughs) Love you.